Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Oh, hi. What's up? How are you? Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. Our brand new day starts right now. This is First Thing with Kevin Mano. The rapper Nas is a year older today, celebrating a birthday, as is actress Emma Kenny, actor Andrew Lincoln, and Sam Neill. He was Dr. Alan Grant in the Jurassic movies. Happy birthday, everybody. Also, big one on this date in 1985, The Golden Girls premiered on NBC. Rose, Dorothy, Blanche, and Sophia, a classic. All right, let's go. Let's jump in. We always start with the top story today. It's about another golden girl. Uh, Yesterday, the coffin carrying the queen arrived in London, which is the final destination. We found out that former U.S. presidents will not be invited to attend the funeral, only current heads of state. Uh, There has been some back and forth about how President Biden and other world leaders will arrive at Queen Elizabeth's funeral. The British government is reportedly advising that they forego their private transportation next week and use shuttle buses. They're saying they want them escorted in buses. A former U.S. official is saying it's highly unlikely that's going to happen. The president on a bus is not something the Secret Service will go for. We'll see. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, I wanted to mention this. We just found out that the queen had a secret Wii bowling talent. Nintendo Wii bowling. She used to play with her grandson, Prince William, and she got quite good. I had no idea. Again, her funeral will take place on Monday. On to a few sports stories now. LeBron is getting ready for his 20th NBA season. We just got some paparazzi footage of him working out on a yacht in Italy. Stars, they're just like us. Uh, The NBA is suing the owner of the Phoenix Suns, $10 million. His name is Robert Sarver, and in addition to the fine, he is suspended for one year. This comes after the league investigated allegations of racism and misogyny. The NBA said that the $10 million will be donated to organizations that address race and gender-based issues in and outside the workplace. Uh, This one is intense and seems to be still developing, but the headline is text messages from 2017 reveal Brett Favre's involvement in a welfare scheme. The former Mississippi governor, Phil Bryant, seems to have funneled welfare funds to Brett Favre to help him build a volleyball stadium at the University of Southern Mississippi. It's being called the largest public fraud case in the state's history. In these texts, I guess Brett Favre is asking if any of the money can be traced back to its source by the media is not good. For now, uh, Brett has not been charged with anything and has reportedly repaid the $1.1 million. Okay. All right, on to some, uh, some entertainment headlines. Now, there's a lot here today. I'll start with this one, a follow-up to something from the Emmys that I mentioned yesterday. It ended up making a ton of headlines. Jimmy Kimmel sort of got some heat for, uh, for his bit on stage, making Quinta Brunson step over him when she delivered her acceptance speech. She didn't seem to care. She said, quote, I think in that moment, I was just really happy that it was Jimmy up there. I'm going to be on a show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It seems they have a good relationship, and it didn't really bother her. I guess we'll find out tonight when she's on his show. Maybe she'll punch him in the face. Uh, All right, now it's time for our daily What Did Britney Spears Say on Instagram Now? 
segment. Uh, this story is a little bit convoluted, so I'll try to make it easy. She basically threw shade at Christina Aguilera on Instagram. I think she was trying to make a point that she was never allowed to make her own decisions throughout her career. Uh, but what she said came across as pretty rude. She wrote, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small, meaning skinny. It was attached to a meme about appearing skinny. So after the post, Christina unfollowed Britney. And then Britney posted again saying, quote, by no means was I being critical of Christina's beautiful body. She went on from there. I can link the posts if you want to read them, but that's the gist. Now let's get into some uh, some happier headlines, shall we? Some relationship news. It just came out that Ben Affleck wrote his own vows in his recent wedding with J-Lo, and those vows were 12 pages long. Uh, his friend Kevin Smith was there, and he called it, quote, very inspiring. And yes, I'm sure it was incredibly romantic, very sweet, but uh, I have a short attention span. I think I would have uh, reached for my phone around page seven if I was in attendance at the wedding. Think about J-Lo. She was standing up there that whole time, probably wearing uncomfortable shoes and an uncomfortable dress. But still, yes, very, very sweet. What a guy. I just, I can't believe that we're still talking about a Britney Christina feud and a Jen and Ben wedding in 2022. Time is weird. Uh, in other relationship news, singer Michelle Branch and Black Keys drummer Patrick Carney have called off their divorce. According to court documents, they will attend counseling and try to make it work. Happy to hear that. A few more headlines now. Miley Cyrus is being sued after she posted a paparazzi photo of herself on Instagram, even though it's an image of her. Kind of crazy, but you can't do that if you don't own it. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are getting colonoscopies in a newly released video. They're raising awareness for the importance of the procedure. They both actually had polyps removed, one for Ryan and three for Rob, so it's a good thing they did this. Uh, and one more here. This is too bad. Uh, more troubles for Aaron Carter. He just checked himself into a rehab program and lost custody of his nine-month-old son. Hopefully he gets the help he needs. On to some movie and TV news now. I've got a couple non-Disney related trailers up in our Instagram stories right now at First Thing Pod. That's where you uh, can find all of the visual components to the things I mentioned here on the show. First, the movie Babylon, starring Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. It's going to be in theaters on Christmas. I have that trailer up there. And uh, Netflix's highly anticipated movie, The School for Good and Evil, starring Charlize Theron and Kerry Washington. That trailer is brand new, and it's up as well. Uh, in TV news, following the passing of the Queen over on Netflix, The Crown's viewership has shot up 800%. There are currently four seasons of the show out there with season five coming in November. I want to go back to the Emmys for a second. I said on Monday before the show that uh, I was pulling for Better Call Saul. I wanted the show to finally win an Emmy. It didn't. The sixth straight year it was nominated without a single win. It's been nominated for 46 Emmys and it has won zero of them. Here's the thing I want to say. Although the sixth and final season is already done, it will still be eligible next year. So hear me now. Early prediction, Better Call Saul will sweep the major categories at the Emmys next year, or at least hopefully win one. Oh, and uh, in other Emmy news, this year's show hit an all-time ratings low. They were down 25% from last year. Uh, and lastly here, another video I have posted in our Instagram stories. A lot of people are doing these Little Mermaid trailer reaction videos with their kids, and the best one I've seen is up in our Instagram stories right now. You have to be patient. It's like a, it's like a minute long, but it's so good. At First Thing Pod to see that. <laughs> 
What is on TV today and tonight? Well, it's Handmaid's Tale release day. Yes, been waiting for this one. Of course, now Allie and I are faced with that very modern dilemma. Do we start it tonight and, you know, go week by week, have to wait a week between episodes? Or do we wait? Or we just binge them all when they're all out there. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, the uh, the fifth season premieres today on Hulu. It's a dark show, but it's a good show. Uh, the fifth season finale of Password is on NBC tonight. Uh, after that, they've got the 17th season finale of America's Got Talent. Any winner predictions out there? I'm not watching, but I know there's a uh, ventriloquist on the show, right? Uh, the 12th season finale of MasterChef is on Fox, and ABC will air the ABC Fall Preview special tonight. Uh, oh, and like I said, Quinta Brunson might punch Jimmy Kimmel in the face on Jimmy Kimmel Live. All right, on to some music headlines now. Demi Lovato isn't feeling too well, guys. She's currently on tour, and on Instagram she said, quote, I'm so sick, I can't get out of bed. I can't do this anymore. This next tour will be my last. I love and thank you guys. But then she deleted that. She followed it up with a message that said she was going to power through for her fans. Uh, she still has more than 20 dates on this tour, so we'll, we'll see if she makes it. A judge ruled that Taylor Swift has to go to trial over a shake-it-off copyright lawsuit. I'm sure she's not super thrilled about that. Uh, Doja Cat just said that her next album will be influenced by 90s German rave music. She said she used to love it as a kid. That's kind of scary. Uh, and now that she's older, she can finally express that. And Cardi B stopped by her old middle school in New York City yesterday, and while she was there, she casually donated $100,000 to the school. She said she wants to see that money go to after-school programs, including tutoring, music, and dance. That rules. All right, what else is going on out in the world? Some additional headlines. Now, you may have seen this one come across yesterday. There were reports of an active shooter at Heights High School in Houston, Texas. Upon investigation, it seems officials found no evidence of a shooting. There were no injuries, no weapon. Uh, the school, as well as nearby schools, were immediately placed on lockdown when the calls came in. There is currently an investigation into who made those calls. Senator Lindsey Graham introduced a bill yesterday that would ban abortions nationwide after 15 weeks. It seems that while Democrats hold the majority in Congress, there is no chance that will pass, but it, it certainly made headlines. Uh, in other news, Ken Starr, a man that became a household name as a prosecutor in the Clinton Whitewater probe in the 90s, has passed away at the age of 76. A man in Tennessee was just arrested after stealing TVs from Walmart and then selling them in the Walmart parking lot. Ah, the perfect crime. How'd they get him? Uh, for the first time since 1936, there has been a fatal kangaroo attack in Australia. The 77-year-old man had been keeping a kangaroo as a pet and uh, something provoked an attack. Again, that hasn't happened in nearly 100 years. I've never been to Australia, so I assume people are getting in fights with them all the time, but no. Uh, a gender reveal is going viral on TikTok. This bakery screwed up and put the receipt on top of the box, and the receipt had the color of the cake printed on it. So Elizabeth's dad, Elizabeth is the pregnant gal in this story. When her dad picked up the cake, wah, 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 surprise ruined. It was printed right there. Sounds kind of sad, but it, it honestly made for a funny video. I'll link that as well, a funny uh, TikTok video, at First Thing Pod on Instagram to see it. And in food news, a blind taste test of 11 brands of microwave popcorn was just conducted. And while Skinny Pop came in last, sorry, Skinny Pop, Orville Redenbacher's movie theater butter took that top spot. Mm -mm -mm, I can taste it now. Cousin Willie's came in second. That's the guy that kind of looks like, uh, like if Santa Claus lived on a farm. Congrats, Cousin Willie. 
Okay, 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 friends. One more. I uh, always end on a, a note of positivity. I love this one today. We just got the final numbers from the big Clear the Shelters 2022 pet adoption campaign. This ran from August 1st to August 31st, and it was the highest single-year adoption total in its eight-year history. More than 161,500 pets found homes last month, and they brought in more than $540,000 in donations to various animal shelter rescues. That's half a million dollars. Their fundraising efforts are continuing through this month, so I can put a link up in our stories right now if you'd like to uh, read more, possibly donate. This is such great news. Again, that number, more than 100 161,500 pets found their forever homes. Love it. And the show is over now. The show is over now. All right. Thank you for being here, friends. Appreciate you starting your day with me. I really, really do appreciate it. I started the show, just kind of an idea in my brain, uh, and it's growing and growing. And it, uh, I love that. I'm, I'm so thrilled uh, for, for all of you that listen and spread the word. Tell your friends. Uh, on Instagram, I saw Natasha Bivens post about the show. Thank you. Emily Diaz Kempf, you as well. Sarah Jordy, thank you so much. And Laura Palmer, you all rule. I know some of you are posting about the show, but uh, if you're a private account, I can't see those. I apologize, but I, uh, I appreciate appreciate you. Anyone that's telling anybody, I cannot thank you enough about the show. I need you. Uh, Thank you for being a friend, as the Golden Girl said all those years ago. I'm back tomorrow to do it again. Take care of yourselves. Have a great Wednesday. Please tell your friends about this show. 